just listen for God's sake. Like just mm. listen to people and have just, yeah. you know, like someone could be saying something indirectly or, you know, open your ears and, and try and think of the other side mm. and how they could be feeling. My name is Will Small. I'm a husband and a dad. And for the sake of my family and my community, I want to be a healthy man. Images on magazines would lead me to believe that means having ripped abs and a good paycheck. But I'm not satisfied with that story. Are you? Join me and my guests as we explore the idea of healthy manhood in the modern world. This is the Mankind Podcast. There was this poet in the 1600s named John Donne who wrote a poem called No Man is an Island. If you're out of school, you probably haven't been subjected to any poems from hundreds of years ago in quite a while. So let me quickly hit you with just the last few lines of it. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind and therefore never send to know for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. Now clearly it's in ye old English and John wasn't that gender inclusive with his language but the underlying point remains true. You can't really be you on your own. We need community. Do you know those people who just seem like the glue in the local neighbourhood? Ones who talk to any barista like their best friend or, you know, wave and smile at strangers in a not-so-creepy way? Trent Braley is one of those people, and he's an absolute legend. So I had a chat with him about building community, the importance of mates and mentors, and learning how to listen. Well, Trent Braley, I'm back. You're back. Maybe just share a little bit about what your world looks like. Who yeah. is Trent Braley? Man, my, my world, um, pretty much I have uh, run a little creative company called Forest Buddy Creative, which is sort of digital content and social media marketing and advertising. Yeah, my weeks are really made up of, number one, is just trying to be a dad and be at home. And I work from home, which is good and bad. You know, but it has its really good points that I'm able to be with my kids as much as I can, do the little things like the school drop off and pick up at the moment, why they still want me to and things yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, it's sort of, I work strategically with brands and businesses to make change. So marketing and advertising and create content, which I do a lot of film and graphic design as well and tell stories to help drive change, whether that makes change in terms of awareness or business change or you know, make people part with their hard-earned, you know, for things. Yep. Um, and I work with a number of different people. I've got some really cool people that work with me that I've sort of been, you know, mentoring and now they've helped me work with me and help me more than I've probably helped them. They probably don't realise that. But um, I surf, I try to exercise as much as I can a few days a week and surf as much as I can and, mm. yeah. Well, man, yeah, when I when I spoke to you, last and pretty much every time I've spoken to you I've noticed a couple of things I've noticed that you just seem to have a bit of a heart for people with is that a fair thing to say yeah for sure yeah. that's my number one I think people to people like that's the way and it seems like you approach all of life with that lens like probably less of a distinction between work and community but yep. it seems quite integrated yeah and then I've just noticed that just stacks of people look up to you <laughs> Myself included. And it just seemed to be the kind of person that just naturally kind of, I don't know, yeah, brings people together, builds connection. What's this about? Where does this come from? Man, I don't know. I, th I suppose it's just being a creative person. I think it, maybe you tend to be in tune a little bit 
with your emotions and the world around you a little bit more maybe. I try and see the world from other people's perspective as much as I can. So I think that kind of helps me in that way with community and helping people. And I don't know about people looking up to me, but I just kind of always try and help people and try and I can see or sense when people might be doing it a little bit tough or looking for a hand but are too scared to ask or, you know. So I think maybe my makeup and how I see the world is probably what lends itself to the community and helping people and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, awesome. This this whole podcast, the whole idea of it is to have a, an unfolding conversation around healthy manhood, which there's kind of a part around what does it mean to be a man, but then there's just this bigger part around what does it mean to be healthy because obviously there's – just our, our physical health, yep. but then, um, you know, that we did an episode on healthy relationships, yep. sort of looked at some stuff around healthy fatherhood and the yep. importance of connecting and not getting isolated. And uh, I guess what I really wanted to talk to you about mainly was around healthy community yep. and kind of that sense of interconnectedness. Maybe for you, if you think back to like growing up, yeah, did you experience that as a kid? Like were there communities that you were a part of where you felt like a real sense of belonging or that? kind of created that blueprint as much as I can remember being a young kid we used to live in Sydney and before we moved up to the coast when I was like eight or something um I don't know I was always surrounded by family and friends I suppose and I my parents my dad was really into karate and my mum was a school teacher and we've got quite a big family so I just recall everything was always about being with people you know Mm. like whether it was at sport or barbecues or um school and things I, I don't know i just always been surrounded by people and um yeah that's all i can always remember that and then, and then when we moved up here and i suppose when i got older i just you know surround myself with people that are into the same things you know i suppose and then you make friendships and i don't know i think one of the things i think that connects a lot of people is a common interest so i think if you have a common interest like surfing or art or creativity or things that you're genuinely passionate about I think you can they tend to drive good pathways to community Mm. and um that's when I've something I've been really lucky to have is you know just being able to live and grow up at Bado Bay and still there today is that sense of community you know the surfing community and 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 the creative community around you know Bado Bay and the central coast is kind of connected and been lucky to have friends, lifelong friends that are still around doing the similar things. So mm. that's been able to help drive the community and actually build the community. I think I've been part of the board riders community, North Shelley, and been able to um, be part of the board and help make decisions to sort of build the club over a long, you know, and always, always having that, you know, when I first joined the club as a kid surfing, I was just all about surfing and having fun. And mm. then as you get older, I think I realised that, hey, when I have kids one day, I want this thing to still be going, you know, because it was mm. such a vital part of my childhood. So then it was like it, it was on the brink of collapsing and then we all sort of banked together, a few of us, you know, older pe- older guys. We weren't old at the time but we weren't kids and it was like maybe we need to get this thing going and then we just build it from there. But now it's just more important, you know, my daughter surfed on the weekend in her first ever board riding comp and it was freezing it was like <laughs> nine degrees on the beach but she toughed it out all morning and she just had so much fun and just met new friends and just pretty it's a very special thing and those communities come together when shit goes bad you mm. know or when things are really good and i know that our community at board riders at north shelley is is bigger than the surfing mm. you know and that sort of surfing community's always been something that i'm being 
proud of and something that I sort of continue to do that I'm going to educate my daughter about and make sure that she feels like she's part of, you know, this wider community. What are some of the, like, if you think about North Shelley board riders? Yep. Uh, there might be like actual values written on a wall somewhere or, <laughs> or there might not be, but like just at a like actual real felt level, what would be some of the values that you think kind of shape that community into what it is? It's it's a big one for me is, is what I was taught when I was younger was respect. And I think, I know growing up, you know, my dad taught me a lot about respect through karate and also just, you know, being my father. But um, respect was a huge thing. And I think that's a thing that we drive into the kids and they learn, you know, like now, you know, young kids will come up to you and say hello. And instead of you just saying, Hey, hi, how are you? They'll, they'll respond back and ask you how you are. You know, when a young, young kid, you know, eight, 12 years old, asks you how you're going, it's pretty cool. You know, like I always say, Hey, how are you going? And you know, what's been happening? And then they respond back. So just having that genuine respect for other people, respect would be the one, but the other one would be that, to know that you're not alone and, you know, you're part of something that where people, you know, can help you out no matter what, you know, or if you're in a spot of bother, whether that be out in the surf or at a party mm. or in life in help with your health or something or financially, you know, you've got some someone to fall back on outside of your core family. When I think about the idea of health, right? Yep. Like it's it's one of those things where we often think about health just as the absence of sickness. Yep. We just think, oh yeah, everything's working how it should yep. be. Yeah. It's kind of like nothing's happening. Yeah. It's not true at all. No. Like for for a body to be healthy, it's like so many sure. processes are happening, and you know things that we just take for granted. So I probably think there's something about that with like a healthy community, like you're saying. Like there's a lot of things that you might not be able to point your finger at. No. But actually when it is in a healthy state and when people are feeling connected and belonging and motivated to be better, yep. there's probably like all sorts of things that are just, you know, adding up to that whole. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to put your finger it on It is them, hard to put your finger on because there's so many moving parts. But even if you think of your, like, I always, you know, try and simplify things so I understand them a little bit easier at times. And it's like my health, like, I've got to concentrate on my physical health, my mental health, you know, mm. my, my social and my community. All those parts are as important as each other, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I think that's the thing that we need to be mindful of as a community is just like making sure that, you know, we're not just a gun surfing club that are going really well, but we've got to make sure we're looking after everyone, you mm. know, all the kids that don't aren't great servers but love it and, you know, might, mightn't have a great home life or might struggle to have enough money to buy a board or things like that. There's, that's that's a, as important issue for our club and our community yeah. as opposed to the surfing results. Even more so, like the surf, I find like most things in life, I think results are the, you know, uh, achievements are a, a result of many things you know mm. it's not just oh we win like or you're doing well in business or you're successful you're only successful the you know the money or whatever that's a result of many things yeah for sure and when you aim for that as the thing yeah often you might end up missing it oh for sure whereas if you aim for the other kind of you know the the deeper things yep then that external success often often comes for sure and i believe that in business too like i think um i don't focus on money i'm really bad with money and it's not i don't measure my success of my company or my business as on the money Mm. 
but I find, you know, especially, you know, through this COVID stuff, I find that if I'm working hard and, and I'm in a good place with my head and my life, my family and my community, I think those things just come. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. You know, like I don't focus on them. I know people that focus hard on money and they're very successful, but at at a cost, I think from from my perspective, maybe not theirs, but from my perspective, I could see a big cost in those things, you mm. know, a cost to your family life, a cost to your community and things like that. So getting that balance, I suppose that's the hard thing, isn't it? Like balancing everything, you know, being a dad yeah. yourself, you'd know, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes work and doing stuff – is, is, is easier than being a dad or, you know, going yeah. through that morning routine can be sort of heartbreaking sometimes when things don't yeah. go right and your kids yeah. get upset and it's like, oh, how am I supposed to go have a good day now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's the thing, right? A lot of these things, the results are amazing. The fruit of healthy community is wonderful. Yeah. But it actually does take like a lot of work. Oh, heaps and of it, work. And it's, I think a lot of people maybe. Uh, aren't necessarily experiencing those those rich benefits of community because it's easier just to stay home and watch Netflix. Yeah. Or it's easier just to keep your circle small. Yeah. Because being in community is complicated. People it is. are complicated. So it is. And I I think, you know, I'm probably being one of those people that's been lucky throughout my growing up to always be I have a core group of family and friends, you know, like I, I probably have that I could count on my hands, you mm. know. But the actual community that I'm part of is hundreds of people mm. and at, at any one time they I could be, you know, by their side doing whatever it takes to help them, you know, as, as well as understanding that I think it's, it's a weird thing. Like I think as I've got older, I've realised that it, the importance of having those serious people in your life mm. as, and then community is a, as a wider thing but community can be big or it can be small. It's just a feeling that you get when you're part of something. Yeah, you know, and a kid, a kid might come to our club or part of our surfing community, and we, it might be the most important thing in his life or her life. Mm. Coming to board riders once a month because it's their day or their time, whereas other people might see it as just a social thing that, that they can break out of, or it might be for other people, you know, a, a commitment to you know helping other people. So there's so many. It can it means so many things to different mm. people. That's what I'm probably trying for to sure. say. Yeah. Part of the reason I'm so interested in this stuff is thinking like, you know, I think like largely speaking, we've got some some problems yeah. uh, around, you know, just the stats on men taking their life, for example. Horrible. Shocking. Horrible. Um, you know, then the stats of, of violence, you know, towards men and women that is largely perpetrated by men. Yeah. And I wonder how much of that comes down to being – I don't know, maybe being a bit of like a solo act. Yeah. Not being in community where people are able to call you out or, or challenge some of your thinking or yep. have that kind of mutual respect and vulnerability. And I don't know. I'm kind of just yeah, I think thinking it's about a, it, but. it. It is. It is like, you know, suicide and things like that. Are, you know, um, you know, I think most of us have been touched by that at some point, knowing someone male mm. that's it's, it's um, horrible. And to just to understand that isolation or that feeling of being alone and I don't know. I, Yeah, like I, I think I think being part of communities and stuff like that can only really help you feel like you're part of something bigger. But mental illness and all that stuff is, a, you know, all that stuff factors in and, it, and it's, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm a bit, 
domestic violence is just horrible, you know, mm. and I I think that comes back down to a big thing with respect and trying to teach people the right thing to do and, and understand and call people out when stuff's wrong, you know. Mm. I think that's an important thing and as I've got older, I've made sure I've done that and I've tried to educate my kids and, you know, even even with what we do in the board riders now, we you know, the, the women get equal, equal um, – prize money is the the man they have equal mm. opportunities and this has only really happened in the last couple of years mm. so it's not very you know it's pretty fresh you know but it's yeah. me it's all those things educating our community that we value our women as much as we value our men and we have uh, female members on our board and all that mm. stuff it's and that's really only happened in recent times you know it's happened a couple of times in the past but it's one of those things that just really can help i think educate people that you know, the respect and the value that everyone has, men and women, in part of helping each other, you know. Yeah. Mental health and suicide is just, I, I'm a little bit lost with that because you have recently had someone I know do go through something like, you know, to do, mm. you know, and it, it's just, I, I, you know, it wasn't a close, close, close friend, but enough of a person that I respected and, and knew and I saw his close friends, how it affected them. Mm. And it was just like the how lost how lost everyone was with it. Mm. Yeah, and I'm not. I don't want to come across like, um, you know, there's there's no silver bullet. No, and sometimes people can actually be very known and loved and connected for sure. And uh, the battle that they're facing is, you know, is still huge, and it's it's not simple. No, you know? it's not simple. And I think it's just, I just think it's just talking about it, even in it, even as we're doing now, like. Not saying we've got the solutions or anything like that, but just being able to be able to talk about it. Well, that's, I remember I did some training years ago, like mental health first aid training. Yeah. I remember them talking about actually the number one thing that can be preventative is talking about it. Yeah. So even if you know somebody who's maybe, you know, thinking, thinking about taking their life or something, you might think, oh, we can't talk about that because we'll put ideas in their head. But actually talking about it is like the most helpful thing you can do. And this is probably like my observation is like, um, you know, I just have this huge heart. I have a little men's group. Yeah. You know, every couple of weeks we get together. Sometimes we sit around a fire. Uh, some, You know, sometimes it's on Zoom in yeah. the last few months. Yeah. But it's just a space where I feel like we've got to a point where we're very real with each other. Yeah. We talk about parenting we talk about work we talk about life stress all yeah. of that and i constantly think oh everybody should have this i just feel like i've got my kind of band of brothers in that space that would you know support me through anything yep and if i was in a really rough spot they they'd be some of the first people i'd be able to be really honest about that with but yeah i guess i'm just thinking like how do how do we kind of help more people to have that do you feel that you have like that kind of level of yeah for sure i have i have a really close brotherhood of friends and um mates that i've grown up with and some you know aren't as i have been friends with as long but you kind of just know don't you you kind of yeah. have a sense where it's it's like you i don't know some of them i don't talk to all the time but i know mm. the, you know i could see them pass by them drive past them or see them haven't seen them in a few weeks and it's bang you feel that connection straight away and i think that is super important yeah especially with being a, a man and a dad and you know it's 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 one of those things you have it's it's about sharing those common that commonality of interests and 
being on the same page as someone. It's hard to explain mm. sometimes, but you, you kind of don't need to talk heaps. You don't need to talk a lot. It's just sort of you, you know what to talk about. Yeah. And you can sort of pick it in people what their triggers are and understand, you know, what, what might be their trigger might not be someone else's. I think that's the important thing is just take people individually and listen to people. I think that's a big thing. I don't think there's a like a lot of listening. Mm. Just listen for God's sake. Like just mm. listen to people and have just, yeah. you know, like someone could be saying something indirectly or, you know, open your ears and, and try and sit on the other side of the fence. Like I think there's so much debate in the world at the moment. Mm. about so many different things and I always try and just like think of the other side Mm. and how they could be feeling Mm. you know so whatever the debate is or whatever the argument is or whatever the conversation might be that I mightn't agree with or agree with it's like well why wouldn't someone agree with that or why wouldn't someone like that Mm. and then try and understand and sympathize with their way of thinking not saying it's right or wrong but just try understanding it talked a bit about i guess community at that that bigger level you know kind of like some of the values driven culture you know i think about like that to me is one of the huge things that the difference between a healthy and unhealthy community is all all of that stuff that's kind of the little things that add up to the culture of a place and is it a supportive culture is it a toxic culture you know you can't pick one thing but it's all these little things but i kind of want to just zoom the lens in and just talk more about the idea of mentoring yeah I know you mentioned at the beginning that you kind of have have mentored a few people or do that, but yeah. are there key people you can think of through your life at different stages for sure that have mentored you and maybe tell me a little bit about them? Oh, I think one of my biggest ones would be my parents. Like I know that sounds pretty cliched. Oh, you know, my parents, my oh, parents huge. But, but I fundamentally believe that my parents have guided me and my parents, you know, differently but through my mum and my dad. I think they've mentored me when I was a kid in things that I didn't even realize at the time. Mm. So I think what, the way I used to do karate with my dad and martial arts, traditional Japanese martial arts, and it was a thing that I loved it as a kid and then sometimes I didn't like it, but it taught me so many things that I didn't realize at the time. Mm. You know, so that that mentoring through that, you know, about respect and personal space and understanding other people and all that stuff was deep and meaningful and it is innate in martial arts but it was just like oh no i get it now now looking back yeah cool my dad was true basically trying because i was probably a rat bag kid he was just teaching me about how to behave uh how to be respectful how to have manners Mm. and 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 try and you know just be nice to people well, you would think martial arts would be about banging heads and kicking and punching. It's the, mm. it's the polar opposite in yeah. truth. It's not. It's a, the last thing you want to do is have a fight with someone or mm. have any type of violent con- confrontation. So it was like at, at all costs you avoid that, mm. and that's what they teach you. You know, but yeah. you, you know. So I think that was a big mentor through my dad through that. One of my my art teachers in high school was a huge mentor. He sort of pulled me aside and said, "Maybe you should do this painting thing." I'd never really done art at all and then he taught me how to paint with oils and and then mentored me through school and ended up doing really well at school with art and then he steered me into this pathway of graphic design which I'd never really even heard about and Mm. he said Trent you're like this is what you should do you know it's a creative outlet and you can get a job and I was like 
wow, I thought you'd have to be a painter or something in those mm. days. I, I think that mentoring in those early stages of your life in key moments, like when you're a young child and then when you're in those sort of 17, 18-year-old days, I think that's when life can either get a bit of a fork in the road. Mm. I had a lot of friends and people that I grew up with, you know, went one way and sort of kind of life seemed to go to shit for them and and mm. and then not not through not through any mistake of their own, but like potentially a lack of guidance and a lack of support maybe at home or maybe at school. Mm. Maybe, not saying it was the school's fault, but maybe I was lucky. I think that I had that sort of guidance from home and my art teacher pushed me in that way. And then I went to, went to school and studied. And then mentors I, outside of that were just been people that I've been fortunate enough to work with that have been open to teach me everything that they know, mm. you know. So I was, I've been lucky to work with some really good people in my time in advertising in Sydney and and then, you know, more recent times I worked with Jason Van Jenner from Treehouse Creative and he just, he was just a mate as, as much as he was like the, the, you know, my boss and everything. And he taught me everything that he knew and how he saw the world, but also just being in a good relationship as a friend as well and support me through, you know, the, the stages of adulthood. So he was he was a, probably one of my biggest uh, mentors in professionally that's helped me, not just in work, but in life as well in sort of understanding story and understanding mm. storytelling and and sort of looking at life in a, just in a different lens as well sometimes and I think that's what his mentorship did for me. You kind of have passed that on a little bit. Yeah, I do. Oh, man, I try and like, I don't know, I just think when you see people it's like, oh, you kind of, I remember what it was like when I was 17 or 18 or 19 or 20 and didn't really know what to do and what was happening, you know. Mm. And a lot of the lot of the people that I've been able to help, you know, whether that's you know through film and work, but also just from you know just showing them work ethic and how to how to go how to have a go for it, and just believing in them. I think that's mm. a big thing. Just saying, you know, just just the sense of that we have conversations with. You know, I've got a couple of young people that I've helped recently, and you know, they're killing it at the moment. They're doing really well for themselves. And I, it's not its not from me, it's from their hard work and their commitment to what they do. But I think I've got things that I've learned in life that I can share that could maybe help them make a right decision. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think you can underestimate. I think a bit like you're saying with your art teacher, you yeah. know, that, that art teacher is not sitting somewhere going like, look at Trent Braley. I'm, <laughs> I'm responsible for all the great things that he's done with his life. All the bad things. Yeah. <laughs> but, but in some ways, yeah. those little, like, it's one of the things that strikes me about mentoring and some of the people that have mentored me at different stages of life. Yeah. To them, it doesn't seem like a big deal. Often, oh, no. But what doesn't seem like a big deal can be huge. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just think like I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just like helping people. And 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 from that, like as much as I've helped them, they've helped me. So the people that I've been helping and mentoring through what I know through marketing and advertising and filmmaking and stuff like that, they're now helping me. Like you know, mm. they 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 the way they see the world and what their ideas and their creative thoughts and how they do things is actually helping me stay relevant yeah. you know because i think that's a hard thing in my game is just to be relevant you know there's a bit of a sweet spot in your 20s and 30s when you're kind of sort of cool and creative and you're in the zone and as you get older it's like i think it's important to stay relevant and understand what young people are going through and mm. and, and the changes in technology and things and young people are just you know eat that stuff up so i, I just try and be relevant and by helping other people and mentoring other people that it helps me as much as it helps them, I think. Mm. That's always one of the things I actually most valued. I remember there's a guy 
you know, there's a very, very slim chance he's listening. But if you are listening, <laughs> Dave LT, here's a little shout out. But he was somebody who, when I was around 18, you know, played a huge role yep. in just encouraging me. And one of the things I constantly thought, because he's like a decade older than me or a few years older than me, and I just remember just kind of feeling like he treats me like he's equal. Yeah. Seems to actually like hanging out with me. Yeah. Even though I, d- I feel kind of a sense of like just being the kid and like, why? Why would you care about me? Why would you be interested in me? <laughs> um, but just having that kind of like, you know, like there's a genuine relationship here. There's a genuine exchange. Yeah. I think that is huge. And when you feel like the person who's who's mentoring you or, or whatever doesn't look down at you yeah. or isn't like on a yeah. uh, some sort of pedestal, you yeah. know, kind of on a platform like trying to tell you how it is, but when they're actually kind of coming alongside you, which to me is kind of like I guess how I think about a lot of this stuff, you know, just coming alongside somebody, learning together, kind of walking along a bit of the path together. For sure. That's huge. Yeah, for sure. And I think mentors like the Blake Wilton's a young guy that I've helped a little bit just when he was young. He's, you know, he's amazing. And like I think, um, yeah, I've never been one to like I hate the idea of a boss and I hate the idea of like, you know, I think we're all in this together, you know. Mm. <laughs> and it's like the best relationships I've had work-wise is like when you've, treat people equally and you treat mm. people like you'd like to be treated and, and and don't expect anyone to do anything you would do yourself, you know, mm. and then building relationships that then, you know, go beyond work and the, the, the mentoring component. It's like, you know, you can trust me, you can lean on me whenever, dude, like you can call me, mm. you can rely on me for anything, you know, yeah. and that's the deeper thing. And that's, I get as much out of that than, you know, the teaching of, I don't know, tricks and tips and, I think it's more – I think the biggest things I've been able to pass on to the people that I've helped is business communication and work ethic and how to handle yourself and how like I've just led by example in terms mm. of how to speak to clients and how to present yourself at a meeting or how to respond to negative feedback or how you come out of a crappy situation, you know? Yeah. No, it definitely sounds like people are you're, – you're giving a level of access not just to what you know, but to who you are. Yeah, for sure. And it's sort of like, hey, I'm not just going to give you some of the thoughts in my brain. Yeah. I'm actually going to open up a little bit of my life and let you come in and walk around and have a look. Yeah. See how I do things. Yeah. And we're not, no one's perfect. Like, you know. But that's what helps. Yeah, Like actually that's that's when when you see the, the reality of someone you look up to allowing you to see their life like kind of warts and all. Yeah. I feel like even with parenthood stuff, like, one of the things I most appreciate about my dad, who I would definitely classify as a huge mentor in my life, was that he apologized for stuff. And as I was yeah. growing up, if he did something and kind of felt bad about it, he didn't pretend like, well, I'm, I'm the dad or I'm the one who always, there wasn't that like level of pride. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I stuffed up and I'm sorry. Just own it. Yeah. yeah. So I try to do that with my kids, probably do it more than I would like to. Yeah. I'm and, like, and oh my goodness, this is hard. <laughs> it is hard. And I suppose that, yeah, that's a that's a good thing to think of, you know, like put your hand up when you stuff up. And, you know, all those stuff ups that you make on a daily basis, like me as a fledging dad, um, you got to just try not to do it again and do it again and learn from it. Yeah. Know? And do that with everything, you know, like I make mistakes all the time, all the time. And it's just like, I can't do that again. What happened last time, you know, you know, have a breath, respond differently or try mm. something different, you know. Yeah. And it's not, it's never all right, but you've got to sort of come to a point where you put your hand up and go, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was my bad. 
feel like we started with the big picture of community. Yeah. And then we kind of went into that kind of smaller group context and then yep. even to the one-on-one, you can't really lead others before you lead yourself. Yeah. And so actually what you offer to others is is yourself and how how much you have taken care of, you know, be, becoming who you want to be. I've just I think I've learned personally that I'm just trying to trying to be happy and healthy and and give my life my my kids and my family the best life I can and try and be the best person I can be and it's never some days I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not in the mood for things and tired and you know haven't sure. slept up late working and those things contribute I think to some days when I'm not you know the best person I can be. I think you've got to understand your weaknesses. I I know I know what things I need to do better at. Yeah. At least acknowledging that. On on days or weeks or months when you are kind of at your best. Yeah. What are some of the things like if you were to look and go okay, I can tell on yep. the days when I'm a bit grumpier, it's cuz this thing's missing. It's a balance I think if, when I'm when I'm um when there's waves when the, when the, when there's surf and when I've got time to surf and when when it sounds a bit weird but the ocean is a really cool place to calming and it's one of those places I think in my life that where my mind stops mm. it's one of the only places where I can go and I don't think of anything yeah like I don't think of work I don't think of like I try and block things out and it sends you know I'm just worried just just in the moment of being yeah. in the ocean so I think when I'm not surfing when I'm not on top of things like Busy, I don't know, I hate the word busy, but I'm always busy and busy, busy. Everyone's always busy. So, you know, it's, mm. it's a horrible word, I think. But I think when when I'm when I'm busy, when not I shouldn't say busy, but when I'm sort of consistently working, I'm surfing, I'm spending making time for my family mm. and making time for things. That's what one thing that I'm working at, getting better at is like time blocking and things like that, blocking time out and non-negotiable days where that there's that's non-negotiable you know mm-hmm. like so mm-hmm. a friday afternoon or that time with my daughter or whatever that's just non-negotiable and i block yeah. that out in my calendar and it's like at all costs it's not not happening you know so yeah. i think i've just i think when i'm doing those things when i'm sort of planning my days and surfing and i'm eating better i'm happier i'm sleeping better yeah all yeah, those I mean, things the basics yeah you know the they're obviously they're kind of obvious, but it doesn't mean they happen automatically. No, it's just, it's like you know, <laughs> like the the key to weight loss is like you know a, a balanced diet and exercise. Like who would have thought? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you see all this stuff, and it's like, well, what about if we just, you know, you can still have a beer and you can still ha- have a pizza, but you've just got to balance that out with other things. You know, that that happens in everything, like your mental health as well. You've got to balance that. You know that can be that can be hard at times for everyone. I think balancing your wearing your dad hat and then wearing your work hat and then wearing you know your mate hat and your husband and all that different mm. all those different hats is just like balance that balancing act. I think one of the biggest things in life that every or I struggle with is balance. Like you know when I'm doing too much of one thing, something else falls over. Yeah, and it's constant battle. Yeah, for sure. I think what you said about the ocean is one of those calming places for you. Is pretty significant i've just read this book by a guy named cal newport a book called digital minimalism yeah and one of the things he's talking about is like you know we don't have any solitude or silence essentially in the modern world and 
we actually need those things for our brain to be able to to process stuff, to be able to heal, to be able to think creatively. But the modern world is set up so that we have constant input all the time. Yeah. Like we are always, and even I, it's funny because I love podcasts because I can be doing the stuff of life, the mundane stuff of life and listening to stuff. I can yeah. be doing the dishes and listening to stuff or driving around listening to stuff. Yeah. But I actually recognize that I need to intentionally sometimes just do that stuff and let my brain kind of unwind itself yeah like you know exhale i think you know knowing those things whether it's jumping in the ocean or going for a run or writing poetry but things that help you to experience a little bit of like removing yourself from the constant yeah buzz of the modern world is is huge and i think yeah it is important i think it's something we really need to take note of with our kids you know like yes because i i see my you know, my kids are cool. They're beautiful girls, but it's like there's there's this constant stimulation mm. with everything. And they play outside. They do sport. They're not just on their iPads and stuff like that. Like they're just normal kids. But we need to work on their finding their little spot and their little thing that they like to do mm. that gives them that little bit of time where, you know, they relax and they don't hear things and they're just in their own world. Because like the, the beautiful thing with kids is like their imagination and creativity I read something the other day. Um, the creative adult is the child that never grew up, or something. Oh yeah, so is Israel's Israel thing? Yeah, thing. yeah. That's and when I read that, because Israel's a good, great friend of mine. He's an amazing guy. He's an inspiration to me. He's a, he's a really good guy. And he that I was like, that's exactly it. Yeah, that was so simply put, and it was like that is exactly it. Like we well, have to give yourself that time to let your mind wander and do things that aren't looking for a result or, you know, or it's just mm. something you're doing for for just that moment that's in that moment just to just to be peaceful, you know, yeah. whether that's surfing, drawing, painting, writing poetry, gardening, whatever, just you got to make time for those things because if you don't, I think you're just you're in that constant barrage of yeah. stuff just hitting you all the time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Israel told me another thing like he was like, you know, you're looking for, you're looking for this X all the time but you actually, yeah. you're, you're actually standing on you're it. You're standing on it, yeah. 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 So that that's something that I try and think about all the time. And that's when I think beautiful things happen too. Like when you just, you know, if you just go for a walk or even looking out the window here, you know, like the sun's mm. going down and it's golden light. It's just like just have a moment, just look around and go, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm. I'm pretty grateful just to be, you know, sitting here having a chat with you and 20 minutes from home and, you know, talking about stuff that hopefully helps other people but I suppose it'll help me just understand you know where I'm at yeah Yeah. oh well man one of the things I love listening to you I can just tell that you are like your your heart and your life is oriented towards others and yeah and that's a really beautiful thing that you you actually you want to listen deeply to people you want to build other people up you want to set a good example you want to kind of give people access to your life and I think you could kind of go oh here's three tips to becoming a great mentor but (laughs) what I noticed is just actually like a lot of how we impact other people yeah. just comes down to our sense of being in yeah. the world. You can lead from doing or you can lead from being and just that place. When, you, when you're kind of a centered, healthy version of you, you actually kind of just naturally create a lot of that positive community and kind of yeah, role modeling for others and I see that in you. So, you know, I just want to encourage you. It's awesome, man. <laughs> but I think I think you're dead right. But I think it's one of those things. It's just like 
I don't know, I'm genuinely interested in other people's stories. And like sometimes I'll go down the shop and I'll see an, an old guy sitting on a bench and I'll think, oh, I just want to go and talk to that guy. Or mm. I don't I think it's just something in my makeup that really and I don't think it's unique. I think it was there's probably everyone has that sort of sense sometimes. But mm. when I talk to people and I like to talk, I like to hear and listen to people that I don't like I do surround myself with good people, but I just sometimes just like talking to someone at the doctor's surgery or mm. somewhere different and just like sometimes people just open up. It's crazy. It's just yeah. it's just like they – you don't know where someone's at. You don't know what's going through their life. So it's just like just asking someone, hey, how are you doing? Mm. Or just having a comment on something like, yeah, you know, just, just a spark of a word or a conversation mm. or a look or a gaze or a wave, you know, and yeah. it's going to be like, oh, that – you know, that guy was rude or but that oh that person was, you know, really cool or mm. they just wanted to say hello. I used to talk to people out in the surf that I don't know, you know, how you doing? And Yeah, which all of that, you know, that requires us to like slow down, open our eyes, be aware, yeah. be present. Those yeah. little things, like those little moments are there. Um, but you know, are we are we actually where we are? Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I had this thing written on the wall for a while, like just be where you are with who you're with. Because yeah. that's you know, and, and including me. That's a big, it's like my little mantra. Yeah. Be where you are with who you're with right now. Be with Trent. Yeah. Um, if you're alone, actually be with yourself. Don't like run away to try and fill that space with something else, but like learn to hang out with you. Yeah. Or be with your kids or, you know, we'll wrap it up in a moment, but I'd love to ask you final question. I know we kind of covered a lot of territory here. Just yep. had a nice free flowing chat yeah. about everything under the sun, <laughs> which is great. But um, for people that are like, just maybe feeling like they they want to go a bit further in terms of community or connection or they want to find a mentor or they want to like get linked in somewhere like what would be just some of your kind of i don't know practical advice for people that feel a bit isolated yeah and you know what i i think it i just think it's important to find people that are genuinely interested in a similar thing yeah a commonality you know whether that's art and exercise it could be anything a hobby it could be anything finding people or someone that has that similar interest i think is a great gateway to a deeper relationship and a mm. building a and being part of something bigger so it's like that it's the it's the it's the first thing so you know if you're if you're into poetry you'd find other people that are into poetry or if you're into surfing or you're into skateboarding bird watching you just try and find those people and I don't think they're as hard to find as you think, you know. Mm. I think it's one of those things though, you just got to put yourself out there. That's where some of that stuff comes around full circle around. We, we can learn to be with people that are different to us if there's a strong enough thing kind of uniting us. Yeah. And I don't know, the image that comes to my mind, I've heard people talk about like Lord of the Rings, like, you know, sort of this ragtag crew, you know, yeah. dwarves and elves <laughs> and people and you know they don't, wouldn't normally hang out in any other circumstances but they kind of got a common common cause yeah i think that's the thing you know like you should kind of look around your community and see kind of people that you probably wouldn't hang out with normally but that's the but beauty right? that's what i find in poetry yeah. it's like I, i've met such a diversity of people who have this shared love of of poetry yeah and so it actually like enriches and opens everybody there because like oh, i wouldn't have hung out with you anywhere else in my life you know what? It's like I've got a mate who's into poker and it's not my thing, but every time he posts a photo of himself playing poker, I look around the table and none of them look like him. Yeah. They're all different people and that's probably what he loves about it more than anything, you yeah. know? And I, and I think that's that's a pretty good analogy for me is like, you know, 
you've shared a common interest, but you know, you, you, the differences and working with different people, that's what I love. Like I, I just, people that aren't like me, mm. I don't want, I, you know, like people that are into different things, but we've got some sort of common thread. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, thanks for your, your time. <laughs> and thank you for um, just the simple ways that the kind of unseen ways that I think you build a lot of people up. And uh, I know that, yeah, I've just seen stacks of stacks of people that probably you probably would underrate yourself in terms of how much impact you have just by being who you are and yeah. kind of having that kind of, you know, like listening posture and wanting to, yeah, kind of encourage others. It's huge. Love to give you the final word and I want you to think about, you know, sort of broadly speaking, like I think this is a podcast for um, all kinds of people but particularly people that are interested in in helping to progress you know, our understanding of what it means to be a healthy a healthy man in the 21st century in the place we find ourselves. So like with that in mind, what would be your kind of final sentence to anyone listening around how they might go a little bit further with that? Just be connected and try and be connected with something bigger, you know, like mm. you're saying with community, like make sure that you find that thing that's yours and and go for it and find other people that are into those things and listen like back to what i just keep saying the same things but i just think it's important just to listen and understand other people's point of views but just just try and balance that get that balance right you know i think we can get caught up in trying to do too much and being Mm. doing things half-assed you know like you know work on you know work on trying to be a better dad try work on trying to be more present with your kids you know mm. maybe don't have your phone with you i'm hopeless i've my phone all the time with my, my my job and it's like try and leave that phone at home or mm. you know just just in, intentionally make decisions that are try, that are going to going to make those things that are important to you better yeah awesome man well thanks so much for your time <laughs> thank you thank you mate i appreciate it and hope um i look forward to listening to other people's points of view and things that they can share because I think listening and understanding that is where the gold lies. Absolutely. I'm Lewis. I like to jet ski, make uh, short films and I'm a youth worker. My name's Craig. I'm a uh, husband, a father and a local church minister. My name's James. I also get known as Smalls. I'm an artist, a creator, a guy trying to get through life the best I can. I think when I was very young, I started going to different music camps and stuff like that. And um, even at nine years old, and I just remember um, going to these places where people were willing to invest into others. And um, being the recipient of that was actually quite amazing. And even at nine years old, it changed my life. And many years later, I actually moved state to be a part of that organisation so that I could try and um, mentor others. I've been mentored for most of my life as a man of 52. That's actually a fair bit of time. Uh, My first ever mentor was a guy by the name of Dave. And uh, Dave was an engineer, lovely guy. And at about the age of 17, he began to mentor me. Get a little office in his garage and we'd meet there and uh, he, we'd cover all sorts of areas of what it means um, to be uh, a person, a person of integrity. I was definitely blessed to have a lot of mentors in my life and I really consider it a privilege to have had both male and female uh, role models and mentors in my life. You know, teachers and coaches and I had one teacher in high school who really didn't believe in me and my art and what I was trying to achieve and I actually failed art that year and the next year I had a different teacher who basically had a completely different approach and believed so strongly in me and my abilities and where I was going Um, and having that person kind of believe in me really helped me pursue art and I think 
personally, it was uh, really important to learn not only the value of people that do believe in you and mentor you, but the people that don't, that you can kind of use that as a little bit of motivation as well. I mentor a number of people these days, and normally the way I approach it is to start with the question, what are you wanting from this time? to put the ball in their court as to what's the area of life they want to grow in, the aspect of their character they want to develop, or the skill they want to get, uh, and that's where we start from, to really start with where they're at and go from there. This podcast has been proudly brought to you by the Central Coast Council and developed by Lead by Story. Help us grow the conversation by giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode around on your social media. I'd love to hear from you. What's your experience of manhood in the modern world? Drop me a message on Instagram or at leadbystory.com.au and let's have a chat. Catch you next time on Mankind.